Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Grey Matter. We have the pleasure today of being with Sarah Palin and this is through courtesy of Canadians for Truth. To find out more about Canadians for Truth, please visit canadiansfortruth.ca. Well, Sarah, thank you for being our special guest here today. It's I'm a really so pleasure happy to meet to be with here. you. Thank you. I love being in Canada, my next door neighbor in Alaska. Yeah. Well, you're one of the only Americans who uh, wouldn't mind coming here even in the wintertime. Oh, yeah. I feel right <laughs> at home. I feel right at home as is. I want to ask you about a couple of uh, very topical issues that are going on both in Canada and the United States right now. Um, I know from researching you that you have been very consistent about profession of your Christian faith um, and that um, you're very supportive of Christian education. And, uh, and so I want to ask you a little bit about uh, what we'll call the new institutional religion. Not far from here at the Canadian Olympic Park, there's a huge flag flying. It's not the Canadian flag. It's that other one, the same one that uh, was recently laid out at the White House. Um, and so I wanted to ask you about this um, because it seems to me that um, this is something that's becoming very, very damaging uh, to our civil society uh, and even to the, to the spiritual health of our populations in the United States and Canada. And it looks like people have had enough. So first of all, I'd like to know why you think there's been this development of a new institutional a new government or institutional religion, and also whether uh, it's time to maybe you know, separate pride from state. Mm, mm. That's a good question. And um, you know, I, it's funny that we refer to what's going on, the, the representation being the flag and all that as, as a religion, because really it's atheism. It's um, not belief in any God. In fact, um, individuals who want to uh, dub themselves God and collectively create government that is a God and then that God is to be worshipped. That's what we see going on in the U.S., in Canada, where these leaders think that they can play God. And that's why they try to call the shots when it comes to our health, when it comes to um, care for children, care for those who are uh, less advantaged, um, disabled people. Um, they, they want to be able to say um, who is worthy of life and who is not. That's playing God. So, so much of what we see right now is big, big picture stuff that's going on. And thankfully, a lot of people are waking up to what's going on. They, a lot of people who have never been involved in politics before, but they're kind of, they're observing like something is not right about this. Just within their spirit, inherently, they know something's off with what is going on with the control that's trying to be taken by government over us as individuals, where government isn't trusting us as individuals to make our own decisions and, and um, to, um, to exercise our God-given freedoms. So lots of people are waking up to what's going on, and that's why I think a lot of offense even is, is being taken in, in the right way when we see the flag usurp, physically even usurp the position of our national flags. Right, yeah. Um, the second question is maybe, uh, maybe a corollary to the first one, and that is uh, in Canada right now, 81% of Canadians want a new prime minister. Uh, his ministers are, are racked in serial scandals, 
and yet uh, they, they will not resign. In the United States, meanwhile, um, for the first time ever, as far as, as, far as I can tell, um, we have the Biden administration, a sitting president, his administration is actually indicted, a former president who happens to be his chief political rival. So my question is about um, the disintegration of the rule of law. And how do we get back to, how do you think in Canada, the United States, we get back to a place where our public officials, our, our elected officials are accountable to the people, where they express the will of the people as opposed to uh, this, this sort of, uh, I'm talking about in terms of servant leadership. How do you think we can get back to that? Is that going to happen sort of at the top levels or do you think it's something more grassroots? I think it, it well, both. Um, we have to elect those with sincere servants' hearts. Truly, those who are not going to engage in the crony capitalism and, and the corruption, they're not gonna go along just to get along, to elevate themselves. And uh, I worked really hard for a lot of candidates across the US, uh, from school board positions, to city councils, to mayors, to governors, to US Senate and representative, and uh, in the presidential office. And I have been so disappointed, unfortunately, by uh, too many people who won't govern as they campaigned. I campaign with them. I hear what they say, and, and they sound like, okay, they're, they're not gonna bend, you know? And I put political capital in them. I'm out there, my reputation's at stake, and I'm telling people, vote for them, you can trust me. And then they get into office, and they kowtow to, yeah. to pressure. And um, I keep learning lesson after lesson about how easy it is for others to get sucked in and like I say, go along to get along, and, and um, then that results in, in the problems that we see today are unethical, overbearing governments in Canada and in the US. So it's so important in um, who it is that, that we elect from the local level on, on up. But um, again, I, I think enough people are waking up to, to what's going on. They know that um, they're being hit, and it's, it's via decisions made by our governments, they're hitting the pocketbook, right? Inflation in, in the US is it's out of control. And um, they see it in our public school system where um, our, our kids aren't learning, you know, just the basics anymore. They are, there's an attempt to indoctrinate uh, the next generation with principles and values that uh, their parents, the families, don't want them to be indoctrinated with. There are problems all, all over the place. There's problems, of course, with God having given us these, God, these resources for responsible use of mankind. He dumped them here in North America, the oil, gas, minerals. And um, here we're locking them up. Trudeau wants nothing to do with uh, just the, the basics, oil and gas that you guys are so rich in. Um, the landmass here is, is so rich in Canada. It's a beautiful, beautiful country. And yet um, he'd rather, just like Joe Biden would rather, us go over to our enemies and hat in hand, ask our enemies overseas to produce resources, energy for us to fuel our countries when we could and should be doing it ourselves. So all these problems, um, it, it really is from the, from the bottom on up when you talk, talk about um, uh, government uh, levels, but um, it's from the grassroots that the changes have to take place, it, absolutely. Another thing in the US, um, I call out Congress quite often because we have three equal branches of government. We have the administrative, it's the president and his 
cabinet, his folks, you have the judicial, Supreme Court and all the courts, and then you have the legislative branch, Congress, they hold the purse strings. And we get so mad at our president for wasting money here and uh, wrong priorities there. And yet it's Congress that could be calling the administration out instead of Congress kind of um, backtracking a little bit on what they said that they would do and allowing the administration to be out of control and to be overbearing. So um, that, that's another thing. Uh, we as citizens have the right and the responsibility to call out, uh, especially that, that equal branch of government because they're easy to reach. We yeah. all have a representative. You know, we, we have a senator and we can go down and visit their offices and tell right. them what and we, we expect. Should. We yeah. should. Okay, my last question is a short snapper. Um, 2024 presidential nominee, Republican. Is it Donald Trump, uh, Ron DeSantis, or someone else, and why? What do you think? Donald Trump, 100%. He needs to finish what he started. He's like a wrecking ball in the best way that needs to get in there and finish what he had started. And that he is amazing as an individual that he is still standing despite all the attacks, all the darts and arrows that he's taken for us, for the rest of us. He's sheltering us because the, the uniparty, the big global government that really wants to take over, they can't get through him to get to us, but that's what they're attempting to do. So Donald Trump is the only candidate who can take on the media because he's already taken them on. You know, he calls them out. He's got nothing to lose. And um, he can take on the, the rhinos, the Republicans in name only, and the Democrat party. It's always been three against one with Trump and he's still standing. So yeah, I support him 100%. Okay, thank you very much for being our special guest here today. Thank been you. a real pleasure meeting you and talking with you. Thank you so much. You guys keep up the great work too. Thank Thanks. you.